Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. All right, y'all. This episode comes from a high demand. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Today, We are going to answer questions I got from the lovely women inside of the Successful Women Great Relationships Yes, You Can Have It All Facebook group. That is my private Facebook group uh, where we have amazing women inside of there, already 2,300. And I will ask, hey, what would you like me to talk about? That's one of the perks of being in that group. You post questions in there. I see and it helps me know what I should talk about on the podcast. So anyways, if you have not joined, go join it. It's a great place. There's also just a lot of support. It's a great community. It's growth-minded women who are learning to have great relationships. I wish this would have been around when I was going through all the chaos I went through. So you know what they always say, go create what you needed. That's basically what I've based my career off of. So anyways, uh, go check out that group if you're not there. And I got some wonderful questions from the ladies in there. Two in particular I'm going to address today. 
and they both have to deal with conflict. So today's episode is securely attached conflict navigation. And this is something that every single human being needs. I don't care if you've been married for 50 years, if you are 10 years old, we all need to learn how to show up in conflict. This is something that should be taught in every school. I wish, I wish, I wish that this was more part of education from an early age, how to communicate, how to navigate conflict, how to make sure that you can express how you feel, and also how to make sure that people feel heard by you, right? Very important topic. So let's talk about it. Let me just read the specific question. So the first one just says, how to navigate control issues. I know that I have them. How can I get rid of them? Ooh. So why is this related to conflict? Control issues are absolutely related to conflict and they're related to how we are feeling in the relationship. So let's let's just talk through it for a second. So the need to control is fear-based. When we have fear about something, we try to lessen our fear by controlling right? So let's say my deep fear, I'll do a, I'll do a common one. This is a common one. My deep fear is that my partner will be unfaithful. My partner will cheat on me. The relationship will end. I'll have to deal with a messy breakup. Maybe I've experienced that in the past. Maybe like some of you, you've had the unfortunate experience of actually catching your partner, whether it's you saw their phone or you saw them on the date with the person or God forbid you came home and they were there with someone else, right? There's painful trauma that can come from cheating. And remember this, our brains are wired to care more about avoiding pain than moving towards pleasure. Our brains care more about avoiding pain than they do moving towards pleasure. So you have this deep fear of being cheated on, of your partner being unfaithful. How can your brain help you with this? Well, your brain can do what it can to try to control the situation. So this might look like Okay, you can't go out with your friends. You can't hang out with that one guy, Keith. Anytime you hang out with Keith, something bad's going to happen, right? Or Jimmy or John or who, whoever, right? You try to control your partner because of the fear. So how does this relate to conflict? What we have to learn to do is that instead of control, We have to be able to express how something makes us feel. We have to be able to express the narrative that we have and ask our partner for reassurance. So to address the core issue, the core issue is the fear. So in this example, you would say, hey, you know, can we talk? Yes, I, this is really important. I think we need to talk about it. And then you would say, I've noticed that I feel 
scared when you go out with Tim. I feel scared that you may cheat on me. And I, and, and you can even say, and I know that that is not your intention. I know you may have told me a hundred times. And there's this emotional part of me that is going off past experiences that says, gosh, I just, I care about you so much. I don't want to lose you. And I am afraid that there would be unfaithfulness. And then you would let them respond, let your partner respond. And they would say, I get it. I know we've talked about this. You have that fear. I've told you a hundred times I wouldn't do that. But that's not what you need. You don't need them to dismiss it. You need them to understand it and validate it and then offer you reassurance, right? So then you might say, well, the story I'm telling myself is that you will go out and maybe there'll be someone else and maybe you feel like we're not as connected and that you would cheat on me. And then you would want them to say something like, I hear you. I understand that that feels really scary, that there's a lot of fear there. And I want you to know that I sincerely commit to being faithful and monogamous in our relationship. That is a decision that we made together to be monogamous, and I will honor that. Do you see how that is so much more reassuring than, well, yeah, you've said that a hundred times and I told you I would never do it. This is why building secure attachment takes two people. You got to be brave enough to express how you feel. And then you also need a partner that's going to be willing to learn how to validate you so that you can know that you feel heard. So once again, the issue, the, the question was about control issues And like I said, the root of that is fear. So the growth area here is learning how to talk about fear, how to express what's going on for you. And then the final piece here might be asking for what you need and being willing to compromise. Some of you, you know, I'm thinking about, actually, I won't name any names, somebody in my family someone in my family is married to someone who is a very fast driver and it brings up a lot of fear. There've been car accidents in our family. And I think all of us can relate to that, that gosh, if there's really fast driving, it can bring up some fear, right? So one of the things is you can say, I feel terrified of losing you. I care about you. I care about us. When you drive fast, the story I'm telling myself is you don't care about being safe for for the family. I'm just thinking of some examples here, right? Being able to use that language and then going on to say, what I would appreciate is whether that is driving slowly when I'm in the car driving only five miles above the speed limit, um, being able to come up with a compromise and then you see what they say. And then you, you have to know this. It's not going to be a magic boom. Everything's fixed after that conversation, but at least you know how they, how they, you know, that they know how you feel 
and you've given them the opportunity to help you feel more safe, right? You've given them the opportunity to grow with you. You've told them what you need. Most of us, we don't get to that place and then we just lash out when it's the 10th time that they've done the thing that really hurts us because we weren't able to say what we actually needed. So this is part of honoring yourself, honoring your own boundaries. You have to learn how to show up in these conversations. Okay, so that was the first question. The next question I love because this is so relatable to obviously my past self and I know to so many of you as well. The question is this, how do we address issues in a relationship, especially when you avoid conflict for fear of losing the relationship? Ooh, right? How many of you have avoided issues in the relationship because you're scared of losing it? That's the majority of people. So how, how do you do it? So here's, here's what you do. There's, there's so many things I could say, actually. Number one, you have to change your relationship with conflict. I know I've talked about that a lot on the podcast lately. Change your relationship with conflict. Start thinking about it as a way to better understand yourself and to better understand your partner. Use so much curiosity and self-compassion when conflict is coming up. So if you're feeling a certain way, how can you self soothe? How can you say, wow, you're feeling really hurt right now. You feel really alone. You have a ton of fear that if you bring this up, it could lead to the relationship ending. I want you to know that you are worthy of expressing how you feel. We understand that this is hard and we know that no matter what you deserve to be able to show up and express your boundaries and your needs and your emotions something like that. Be able to give yourself compassion in those moments, right? So give yourself compassion. And then, and and you're, so you're changing your relationship with conflict. You're giving yourself compassion. And then you need to be able to increase the frequency of having conflict. I know that sounds like you're like, what? Increase conflict. You want to be able to start getting good at sharing how you feel um, more frequently. There is such a thing as oversharing. I have seen this too, particularly in my anxiously attached folks, where it's like every thought that comes into your head, you want to make sure your partner knows every single thought. And that also isn't good. But typically, if you've avoided conflict, you need to be able to move yourself more towards the middle where you are sharing when things bother you. It doesn't have to be in the moment, although you want to get better at that. As you become more comfortable, you'll share it closer to when it happens, right? But you have to start increasing the frequency with which you acknowledge how their behavior, their words, their actions, how it impacted you, how you're feeling, and what it is that you need. So increase the frequency. And then 
another thing with this question is talking about the fear of losing the relationship. That's that fear of abandonment. As long as we have fear of abandonment, it will sabotage us because what happens is you prioritize not losing the relationship above all else. And your brain makes a lot of crazy assumptions about what it is you're supposed to do in order to not lose the relationship. Y'all have heard me talk about this codependency, anxious attachment in the past, where you're thinking you have to be a certain way or always be pleasant or make sure you take up their favorite hobby and hang out with their friends and do everything they want to do and you lose yourself. So what happens is when fear of abandonment causes us to lose ourselves, that kind of relationship is not sustainable. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm so scared of being abandoned, so I try to do all these things. And then when I act that way, it ultimately does cause the relationship to end, right? So I would say you also need to look at your fear of abandonment and work on that core core fear and know that the relationship that is meant for you will stay in your life and you will continue to grow in it when you are fully yourself, you're honoring your wants, your needs, your boundaries, your preferences, you're showing up in your truth. That will be the relationships that are meant for you will stay when you show up in your truth. We're getting really deep today. You you staying with me today on this episode? So we're talking about securely attached conflict navigation. So what happens when you don't have fear of abandonment, when you're in that place of secure attachment and you're not trying to control? Here's when you have secure attachment and you're navigating conflict, you know a couple things. You know, hey, conflict's normal. Just because we have an argument, that doesn't mean the relationship is over. It's part of a relationship, right? You also know my worth is not determined by my relationship status. Uh, It's okay. If I'm abandoned because I expressed what I needed and how I felt, I'm okay with that because I know that I'm worth showing up in my truth and honoring it, okay? What else about securely attached communication and conflict navigation? You start to realize that you can hold space for how you feel. You can self-soothe and you build that capacity to also hold space for your partner. And you start to realize that both of you can hold space for each other. So Once again, secure attachment, both people co-creating that space where, hey, there's room for myself to be heard. There's also room for you to be heard. We can understand that we can accept one another's experiences and also have different experiences. So I can accept that you felt a certain way about something, even though I felt entirely different. We can acknowledge that there are two sides. Both sides are true to each individual. So it takes a lot of maturity to be able 
to to get to that place, emotional maturity to say, I can be right and you can be right. We have different experiences, right? So there's so much more that I could say. And this is one of my most favorite topics in the entire world is really how do you communicate in a securely attached way? Because it was not something that came easy to me. I remember one of my very first classes in graduate school was learning about assertiveness and your rights in relationships. And I remember I printed that paper off so fast. It was talking about rights and relationships. And by the way, I made my own version of this and put it into the ESL relationship program. That's one thing I teach the women in the program because it was so life-changing for me. Um, But I remember printing off that rights and relationship sheet and going and hanging it up in my tiny 400 square foot apartment in Portland, um, you know, broke grad student here. And I was hanging up this rights and relationship sheet and I was looking at it every day. And that was the beginning of trying to rewire my brain of, hey, you can show up, you can communicate. Conflict's part of life. Doesn't make you a bad person. I think as women, we we think, oh my gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to be a big deal. I don't want to be too much. But you deserve to show up fully in your life and to show up fully in your relationships. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful. And of course, if you're interested in the ESL program, you know I would love to be your coach. Now is the time. We have some spots left. In January, we'd love to have you inside the programs. You could do the work so you can learn how to communicate. And it's not even learning how to communicate. It's about becoming the version of yourself who effortlessly communicates and doesn't even have to think about securely attached communication. That's the beautiful thing when you have that personal transformation so that you are just automatically showing up in that assertive, securely attached way. All right. I hope you appreciated this episode. Thank you to the ladies inside of the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. I love these questions. And of course, you know, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.